Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Blue Collar Charlie. I'm your host, CJ Allen, a.k.a. Blue Collar Charlie. Um, so regular re regular work week this week. A lot of work done. Feels like I didn't get a minute to rest. Didn't take any breaks. No lunches, no breaks, no stopping. Repair after repair after repair. But that's just how it goes. That's just the name of the business. It's really cool that this podcast, this platform that I'm creating actually helped me reach out to a local one brother and get some help along the way with some parts and ordering parts. And if you listen to this podcast, you know who you are. You're the real MVP. I really appreciate that. And it's cool how this has helped me connect with different people. That's the purpose of this is to kind of get my name out there, make some connections and, you know, uh, spread the love. And that's what we're doing. So it's really cool. Couple things that happened to me um, last week. It was a crazy ass week last week. Just a bunch of random events. We're uh, working at Target, fixing these escalators at Target and doing some repairs and maintenance. And this guy, he walks in and he just looks all, you know, he has like long hair. He's wearing a mask. He was wearing like a Rolling Stones t-shirt and like some cargo shorts. And it was kind of cold outside. So that kind of paints a picture for you. Um, the dude looks like he's the guy who shot John Lennon. Like he just looks like that type of guy. So he goes to walk to the top of the escalator and he stops in his tracks and he turns around and he starts acting a little bit weird. So I just kind of looked at him. You know, I kind of made eye contact with him for two seconds and he starts mumbling under his breath like fucking weirdo. Like, well, why the fuck you looking at me? What the fuck you looking at? I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is this guy's problem? And sure enough, the guy comes back around. I'm at the bottom of the escalator and he's going up the other escalator and he starts mumbling shit to me again. And then he goes to my coworker, like, dude, I'm so sorry. How do you work with that guy? I didn't even say anything to him. Right. My, my friend was just like, dude, what are you talking about? He's actually a really cool dude. Like, what's your problem? So I go upstairs, the guy's outside, nothing really came from the story, but it was just kind of funny how that started to unfold, you know, um, then the next day I'm sitting there, we're working and this guy passes by, right? And happens to be a gay guy, doesn't matter, but he stops, he goes, excuse me, can I just say something? You are the most handsome man I have ever seen. I was like, oh, well, thank you so much. And he said some other vulgar things that I'm not going to say on the podcast because I don't know who's listening. I don't know who subscribes to the podcast on Spotify. I can see I have a few subscribers. I don't know exactly who they are, so I'm not going to go into the specifics of what he said. But all I said was, wow, man, thanks. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. And I just kept it at that. So he leaves the store. He says something else. And, you know, that was it. So the next day, I go to a different Target on 42nd Street in Times Square. And me and my coworker were joking the whole time. We're like, dude, how funny would it be if we ended up seeing that same guy from the other Target? Because that's the kind of week I've been having. You know, just some random events have been popping up. So we're at this Target. We're working away. And I end up seeing somebody from florida now 
backstory when I went to Florida, um, I had moved down there, no family, no friends. I didn't know anybody. I had nothing but a duffel bag. And I moved into this little, uh, you know, apartment and I had a roommate who I didn't know. And it was this guy named Frank. So Frank actually, uh, was a really good friend of mine in the later year. And he drove me around everywhere I needed to go. He was from Miami. So he had his family very close by. His mother used to pick us up every Sunday and bring us to Walmart um, so I could go food shopping because I didn't have a car. And he would he really look out for me. He took me to his house on Thanksgiving. So I had like a nice Cuban uh, Miami Thanksgiving in, in Miami. It was really, really cool. And the hospitality was amazing. So that was probably 10 years ago, eight years ago. And now here I am, I have a seven-year-old daughter. Um, I'm in New York, I'm working, I'm a union man. I make great money, beautiful family, beautiful kids. And all of a sudden I look up and I just see Frank from Florida walking towards me. And I was like, Frank, oh my God, that's, what are you doing here? And he moved up here. It's a long story. It's not my story to tell, but he moved up here and I, uh, you know, had a nice long conversation with him about life and family. And lo and behold, as I'm talking to Frank, as I'm talking to him, that same dude walks by and says the same exact shit that he said yesterday. I just got to say, you are so handsome. I was like, yo, what do you just go to every target every day? Only the ones that you're at. I was like, all right, Jesus, this is this is too much now. So next thing you know, I wrap things up with Frank. Everything's cool. We uh, said our goodbyes. And next thing you know, some 16-year-old kid throws one of the safety barricades. It says, do not enter. If you're ever, if you're ever in the public and you see a caution sign that says, do not enter, please don't enter. Please don't do it. It's, it's, it's not normal for you to disregard that sign. I have concerns for your mental health if you disregard signs like that. However, this kid took the barricade and threw it. Now we're in the middle of Target on 42nd Street. There's a cop right there. I go up to the top of the escalator and I was like, yo, what are you, stupid? And he was like, yeah, I threw it. What are you going to do? This kid, it's probably 60 degrees out, middle of Times Square, 16 years old. The kid's, I'm six foot four. The kid was probably at least six two with his shirt off, like looking for a fight. I'm like, nah, nah, not today, man. I've been down that road before. I've seen kids. I'll be that guy on camera, you know, on the surveillance camera, getting papped out real quick by like a little 16 year old lanky kid. So that kind of wrapped up the crazy random events of the week. <clears throat> it was uh, it was funny. I figured I'd share the story with everybody. And uh, if you like it, then, you know, give me a comment. Uh, DM me. Leave me a message. If you like the story, if you have anything similar that's happened to you um, when you're working, if you're out and about, if anybody's shot their shot of the same sex, it's a little bit random. But, um, yeah, that was pretty random. So I want to switch gears to a quick safe start topic, which is about hand safety. You got to watch your hands. Um, a lot of my companies 
uh, hand injuries this year happened uh, within the last few months. And hand injuries have been a big part of the injuries that have happened within my company specifically. Um, you have to, I always say, don't put your hands where you wouldn't put your prick. Really, you have to watch out. Um, if it's a pinch point, then you know you have to really, really watch your fingers. Don't put them there. Use a wedge. Use a tool instead of your fingers. Use a screwdriver, something like that, instead of your fingers, um, in order to um, you know get something in place. You know, if it's stuck in between two points, you know, use a screwdriver to pry it. Um, if you're cutting. Make sure that you're always wearing gloves, first of all. Just if we're going to talk about hand safety, we got to start with wearing gloves. You know, there's different types of gloves for different types of things. Um, you know, you can never go wrong with any type of, of protective wear on your hands. Um, with your, if you're cutting, if you're using a saw, if you're using a sawzall, if you're using a grinder, especially, you have to always make sure that your fingers are clear. Um, especially if you're cutting with a, a circular saw and you're going to grab that last piece of wood, make sure that your hands are always clear. Your fingers are always going to be away from that blade. You know, you have to be aware if the blade kicks at any point in time, you have to be very careful. Um, so that's just a quick you know, reminder of, you know, the things you have to look out for um, on a weekly basis. If I can, I'm trying to take some of these toolbox talks. Wow, that's the Boston in me. Toolbox, toolbox talks. <laughs> I can't even say it. Toolbox talks. I don't know why I have a hard time with it. It's I have a I have a Massachusetts slash Florida slash Brooklyn slash Staten Island accent going on. It might be a little annoying. It might sound like I have a speech impediment. I have no idea. It's just how I talk. You're gonna have to deal with it. Um, so. In order to switch gears a little bit, I want to kind of talk about one of the most important traits for success, and that would be ambition. And ambition is a driving force that propels individuals to work hard and pursue their goals. Without ambition, it's difficult to achieve anything significant in life. Ambition gives people a sense of direction and a sense of purpose, and it helps them to stay motivated and focused on their path in life. But what exactly is ambition? And how can we cultivate it within ourselves? First, I think it's important to understand that ambition is not the same as greed or selfishness. Ambition is a positive trait that stems from a desire to achieve something meaningful and contribute to society in a meaningful way. To cultivate ambition, it's important to have a clear sense of what you want to achieve in life. Write it down. This involves setting clear goals and developing a plan to achieve them. A goal without a plan is simply a wish. Ambitious individuals are always looking for ways to improve themselves and their situation, whether that means pursuing higher education, seeking out new career opportunities, or taking on challenging projects. But ambition can also have its downsides. Some people become so focused on achieving their goals that they lose sight of the bigger picture. They may sacrifice their health, relationships, and personal well-being in pursuit of success, which can ultimately lead to a burnout and lead to you being completely unhappy. That's why it's important to balance ambition with other important aspects of life, such as family, friends, and personal interests. 
By maintaining a healthy work-life balance, ambitious individuals can stay motivated and focused without sacrificing their personal well-being. Another key aspect of ambition is resilience. Ambitious individuals are able to bounce back from setbacks and failures, using these experiences as opportunities to learn and grow. They view challenges as opportunities rather than obstacles and are willing to take risks in pursuit of their goals. So what can we do to cultivate ambition in our lives? I came up with a few tips. Number one, set clear goals by identifying what you want to achieve and develop a plan to get there. Two, focus on self-improvement by continuously seek by continuously seeking out opportunities for learning and growth. Number three, maintain a healthy work-life balance, meaning don't sacrifice your personal well-being for the sake of success. Number four, embrace failure, embrace it, and use those setbacks as opportunities to learn and grow. Ambition is a crucial trait for success in today's fast-paced world and by cultivating ambition in ourselves, we can achieve great things and contribute to society in meaningful ways. But we must also be mindful of the downsides of ambition and maintain a healthy work-life balance in order to truly thrive. Ambition is something that keeps me going every day. Every morning I wake up and say, I'm gonna be the best I can be. I'm gonna earn everything I can today. Everything they said that I couldn't have, I'm going to get it. Uh, I draw a lot of my ambition and motivation from songs and from music and motivational speakers. And, you know, that's something that it's not everybody has ambition. I remember one time in my life, my father-in-law said to me that he didn't see ambition in me. And it hurt me so bad that he said that to me because I knew who I, who I am, who I was at the time. And maybe on the outside, I wasn't reflecting the ambitious individual. But sometimes nowadays, everybody tells me, yo, calm down. You have to relax. You're doing too much. Am I too ambitious? Am I too crazy? Do I dream too much? Am I delusional? I don't think I'm any of those. You know, I think I just have a whole lot of fucking ambition. And I want to conquer the world. You know, everything that they say that is tough, everything that they say I can't do, I want to do it. I want to find a way. That's ambition. So use what you can, use what you can from inside of your brain, of your heart. Dig deep every day. That's the key. Write down what you want. Thrive. Thrive every day. Positive progression. I had a mentor one time. He said, yo, man, I don't care what the fuck it is. I don't care what it is. It could be the dishes in the sink. It could be the laundry uh, is building up. It could be the floor needs to be swept. It could be you. It could be a number of things. But the next right thing is what you need to do. Just do the next right thing and all the pieces will fall into place. If you're ambitious enough, and you have it in your mind and in your heart that you're just going to do the next right thing and work hard, then all of those things will come to fruition. And with that, I'd like to leave you guys with this episode. I think this might be my longest episode yet. Um, again, thank you to everybody who has subscribed to my show, 
who has peeped the content, everybody who gave me the positive feedback. Again, I appreciate it. It hasn't gone unnoticed, and that's why I'm still here. Uh, my biggest obstacle is myself. I keep telling myself, why am I doing a podcast? Why did I do this? Why did I start this? It's ambition, man. It's all ambition. It all comes down to just being a little bit quirky and a little bit crazy and not afraid to try something a little bit different. I'm working on a video format. The video format is going to be tough because it's really, it's taking this public speaking thing and putting myself in front of a camera and it's not easy. Um, another thing is the uh, episode with a couple guests. I'm working on doing the guest episodes. Um, it's just having that sit down conversation with somebody that's close to me um, and trying to get that going. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for waiting. And that does it for this week's episode. And I'm Blue Collar Charlie and I'm out. Yeah.